Yeah. Roll six, scene one, take one, good film hunting. There we go. Right, We've so... Done it. <laughs> welcome, everyone, to another episode of Good Film Hunting. Uh, Rebecca has decided she doesn't want to take part now and she's just going to be doing this all the way through. Uh, so this is the first video episode that we've done uh, purely for the fact I have a face for radio uh, so I think best thing to start off with is talking about the current situation obviously everyone isolating at home but before we do that obviously I've got uh, I keep forgetting it's mirrored so this side of me I've got Harry who's joining us from his bedroom uh, and our guests at this time we've got Rebecca and Danny who are part of Harry's little cohort <laughs> We're in the film. Oh, hang on. I've gone because apparently Adobe Flash Player has an update. They always find the most inappropriate times to tell you. They, they yeah. never get you anywhere else. Have an update waiting. You could have told me this before we started recording. <laughs> um, so, Beck, Danny and Harry, they did uh, Thinking Back, which is the film we'll be talking about a bit later after the main segment. Uh, we're doing this on Zoom, and there's more than three of us, so within 40 minutes, we're going to have to stop and start again, <laughs> if you only get 40 minutes, so this is going to be fun and interesting. Uh, <laughs> so, well, well, I hope we get a timer. I hope there's a timer to let us know. You will be cut off in five seconds. <laughs> Instead of me just going, where have they all gone? <laughs> I oh. think they've gone. Yeah, so I think the first thing... <laughs> we should do is we'll ask about what films we're watching and then we could talk about a situation where films have been delayed releases uh just mm -hmm. talk about which films you were looking forward to watch and then got to wait for now um mm. so we'll start with harry what have you been watching during lockdown um well if anything like this i've been watching a lot of tv because obviously it's it's what's on i've i've re i've got into house md so that's the pew Laurie series because oh, that's yeah. on amazon prime and me and mum are loving that at the minute it's it's really great it's very witty and it's and it's quite clever i like that um i've just finished 13 reasons why the final series and i don't want to say i'm disappointed but i'm just kind of like you know, after the first series of what it became and the phenomenon it was, the second series, while it was good because it followed on from what was a great series, third suddenly became like Hollyoaks. It was kind of like, you know, <laughs> so, well, well, yeah, it kind of did. It was like Hollyoaks. It was teenagers getting involved in murder. It's like, it's just pointless. It was, it was like... It ooh, ooh. is a TV show, Harry. Like, it's meant to be entertaining. But <laughs> I, 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 get, I get that. But for me, like, it just didn't match what the series was. It kind of just went from, you know, like a very serious show about suicide and, and mental health and so forth to and it, it with young people suddenly to, oh, it's a murder mystery. It's kind of like, oh, OK, so we took that turn. But in the, this last series, it's more about back to sort of the roots of mental health and, and young people. And I do admire that. And there's a lot of good bits, but it kind of has become very almost cheesy in a way or it's not as interesting as it once was so that's kind of how i feel about that in terms of films i've i've watched i got lamar 66 uh, 1917 little women i've been watching them and they're just fantastic I, I, I love all of them and i always keep recommending it to so many people and i've watched book smart like too many times since nathan's recommendation in the last episode i've been just watching it over and over again because it's just so funny it's just so brilliant like me and becca we've done a tiktok of that scene 
um, where I think this the sat on like a picnic blanket and the, and she's like, name one person whose life was so much better that they broke a couple of rules. <laughs> is it rules? Is it Rosa Parks first and then Sue the Beyonce? Yes, Picasso. That's he broke our rules. Name a person broke a rule. So yeah. must the Sue. Hang on. Yeah, hang on. yeah. I don't Kate, know that. You're, you're not. No, no point. I don't know the words. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass you. All you have to say is Picasso. Uh, you know, uh, Rosa Parks and Susan Beyonce. That's all no. you have to say. It's, uh, Absolutely all right, not. All right, all right. We'll move on to the actress, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I write things, I don't read them. I'll speak them. <laughs> well, anyway, it's, it's, basically the scene, it's basically the scene where they're debating about people breaking rules and, and me and Becca did a TikTok of that because that's another thing I've been doing. I've been creating a few TikToks. And you can sort of see from my very first one to near my last one, you can see the evolution of a beard forming and then it going away because I grew it out and now I've shaved it again because I'm, you know, I don't need it anymore. It didn't grow how I wanted. I wanted, I wanted like the Chris Evans from Infinity War, but that's not how it turned out, unfortunately. <laughs> I try. I, I get like the sh- I call it the shaggy because I feel like I should be having a great day. So you've got the shaggy there, and then nothing grows there. I mean, I'm, I'm going to start looking like a really bad Bond villain soon. Like, oh, <laughs> hmm. Nothing Bless. grows there. Uh, but I'm one of those who says I would never touch a TikTok in my life, and then all of a sudden. Oh my god, the brilliant! I know. I used to I used to think that song, but then I got it during the lockdown yeah. when we were in lockdown, and and it, and because I wasn't doing any creative stuff because I, I wasn't writing anything at the time, and um, obviously there's no films to be made, so I kind of just created my own little world of TikToks where each one got funnier and funnier. But a lot, and my mates have said later on that like the newer ones are not as good as the classics. And I'm just kind of like, I can't recreate that because I can't think of anything funny anymore. Like, well, I, I downloaded it to take the, alleviate the boredom while I'm waiting between calls at work. Um, and I got embarrassed. So I, what I used to do is I used to put them on private so only I could watch them. And then one day I forgot <laughs> and it went public and I was like oh no <laughs> so I was like oh people actually like this so I like carried on and then I just can't be asked anymore um, I only did like, like movie related ones as well so there's an Austin Powers mm. one where I'm, what, I'm, I'm like so the tables have turned again Dr. Evil and I'm there going kill the bastard see if I can it seems the tables have turned again Dr. Evil not really. Kill the little bastard. See what I care. <laughs> Enjoy my film career while it lasts. Um, we'll move to Danny. What have you yeah. been watching during lockdown? Oh my god! So everything. Like I've been watching a lot of shows. I'm watching Thirteen Reasons Why at the minute, and it's like I kind of agree with Harry. I don't have a clue what's going on. I'm like, oh. But yeah, I'm trying to get through that. Um, Ozark's really good. I started Ozark and that is incredible. And the acting is amazing. Um, If you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. It's so good. Um, I'm watching The Man in the High Castle. I am watching quite a lot at the minute, but I'm trying to space it out. Like So So like if one day I fancy watching that, I'll watch that. Then a different day I'll watch Ozark or whatever. I, 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 I don't like, work like that. Occupied. I can't work like that. <laughs> can't you? Oh, I love it. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm one of those people like, that if I... If I commit myself to a series, I've got to go from beginning to end. I can't just 
like go in, in but like there's some shows where if i've watched it numerous times like community or doctor who or something i'll go in the middle if i just feel like chilling but if there's a series that i'm in i can't just like start say ozark one day and then 30 reasons why and have multiple starts i've got to finish one and then move on to the next that's usually how i watched watch. 13 yeah. reasons why seasons four all in one day so i didn't have the opportunity to go between different series i just got up watched them all <laughs> Yeah. Well, I usually used to do that, but because like we've had like eleven weeks of lockdown, I thought I might as well just space it out a bit because I'm not going to be going back to work anytime soon. So I was like, right, okay, I'm just going to watch this one day, and then, well, sometimes it's in the same day. Like I'll switch depending on what mood I'm in, and a bit weird for me. I'm really, really weird. I never used to be like that. I used to have to binge watch one show, but I've just thought, well, I've got all this time to kill. I might as well watch about eight at once. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm going back to work next month, so I need to get into a routine. I'm like, ah. <laughs> not prepared but yeah um i'm watching um a few shows well about two or three shows at once so it's not too bad and i'm on a marvel hype at minute so i'm watching all the marvel films in order then yes. i'm gonna do lord at rings because i'm like a massive yes. fan of lord at rings. Yes. Love lord at rings proper massive fan <laughs> i've been watching oh. their uh, zoom calls and they're making yeah. the proper cracking me up i'm just like i, I love watching uh, I, I, I love that. I've, 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 I've watched the full video, but I've watched the clips, and it's just funny to see yeah. Sean Bean go. One does simply not walk into Mordor. <laughs> it's just seeing, yeah. it's just seeing them all react to each other. It's brilliant. That's what I love. I'm, I'm just interested to see how Jack's actually watching it right now. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he is. I'm interested to see how they kill Sean Bean off on a Zoom call. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> just, they just go boom like that. Yeah. Just leave chat. I love Sean Bean. Mm. I love that Yorkshire tea advert he's done. Have you seen it? Where he's like, <laughs> he steps into an office and he's like, um, "Morning, all brothers, sisters. Today, a great legacy rests upon your shoulders. Because here, we don't just make tea; we make proper brews. Brews that bring a tea to your eye <laughs> and a warmth to your soul. So go out there and do it for yourselves, and do it for each other. But most of all, do it for Yorkshire. Oh, By the way, fire drills. Fire drills Thursday at three. <laughs> Rebecca, I've watched it too many times. Yeah, but Becca, what are you watching? Well, obviously, I watched Thirteen Reasons Why, and I'm not gonna go into a rant about why it's wrong. But I will say, the first series was really dramatic and all about mental health and suicide, and everyone complained that it was too graphic and too realistic. And then when they turn it into a, we've lost Danny. Danny's gone. Lost Danny. Bye. Uh, when they turned it into like a, I you know, a drama and murder mystery. Everyone complained that it wasn't realistic, and it's like, well, you can either have someone killing themselves, sorry, to darken the mood, or you can have someone killing someone else. You can't, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I watched that. Um, I haven't really been watching any films. I've finished watching Suits, which I started watching ages ago. Um, well aware that was that finished ages ago and I just hadn't got around to watching it. So I watched that. Um, I watched Line of Duty because I never watched that when it came out. Fantastic, really good. I mean, I watched the first series on my own, and then by yeah. series two, I was like, okay, oh, and you might want to watch this. And then we just like kind of binged all of that. And we've just started watching Bodyguards, so I think we watched episode four last night. Oh, that's good. So, um, I know what happens because I watch Gogglebox and it always shows you what happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit that's, of a spoiler. <laughs> but, it's, 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 yeah. why you can't watch, it's why you can't watch Gogglebox because it kind of can spoil 
your, your shows. Well, you know. I don't I don't usually watch like TV dramas. I even watch Netflix stuff or films. But because we've mm. had loads of time, you know, when I'm not working, I've started watching, you know, like BBC dramas and um, watch Killing Eve and, and all of that. So Normal now I know people. what happens. Have you watched Normal People? Has I have not watched Normal people? people. It's so good. Like, this it's like, honestly, if, if you, if like, for those that have watched Thinking Back or that love a bit of romance or the realistic kind of romances, it's just so, the writing is beautiful. The directing is in the first, like, in all of it, it's fantastic. The way it's shot and the characters, you just, like, you, like you're screaming at the television, like, like, ah, and just come on. And then at the end of every episode, you just want to see the next one. They're only You've like surprised half me. You've surprised me, Harry, because I saw something on, oh, I hate to admit it, I was watching Loose Women, um, and they were talking <laughs> about it, and apparently it's quite raunchy, oh, yeah. which, which, like, shocks me that you... <laughs> no, Harry was the guy who like couldn't say sex out loud really loud when I first met him. He'd have to whisper it, and now he's like watching people do it. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> I, I could say I could say sex without saying quiet. I'm I'm matured. Yeah, you've grown up. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I uh, just saw it on Miranda and thought it was funny just to go eh, like that. <laughs> and and but but now I can say it without. I, I, I find myself doing it on occasion, but. No, it's, it, I, I'm not I, I blame me because I made you watch Fifty Shades, so I think it's probably my fault. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I watched all of them because of you. <laughs> but for this, can I say, can I say, viewers, it, for the viewers, it's for the story. That's why I watched it. I watched it for the story. Like everyone says, oh, it's porn. It's porn. It's like no, it's actually there's actually a story behind it. So, like, just get with it. But, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. But, oh but dear. No, but, but no, um, what the thing is though, like you know, I Becca's right. Like when she first, obviously knows me, like I'm not a fan of horror. I don't like scares and thing. And obviously, I could never say the oh, word I sex do. before. But like, the, the, I'm not interested in normal people because of the raunchiness. I was interested because of the actual story. And I love that when these two characters who clearly do love each other but can't admit it, and you just want you just want to force them together because they're so they are would be perfect for each other and that's kind of how the show progresses and you sort of see him grow up and go to uni and stuff and it's, it's just great and that, that's why i recommend it but no but we, by having getting easier in terms of like a lot of this sex stuff and horror and things like that like i've been easing into it a bit more so i could say like i, I don't think i could have watched science of the lambs when i was a kid i probably couldn't have done that but mm-hmm. like but, but that's not really scary though that's just more graphic than anything yeah but, I think yeah it's i love it yeah. I've read the book as well. Like, that's a right right book Hannibal that really just gets the fear running, doesn't it? It's not nothing scary per se. It's just the way he, he acts, which is testament to his performance, really. Absolutely. But with the stuff I've been watching in lockdown, um, got Disney Plus finally. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. I've had a <laughs> yeah. binge watch of Star Wars. Um, Mandalorian. Well, I'm going to do it in a really weird order. So normally I would do it one, two, three, have uh, Clone Wars between two and three, and then, you know, Rebels and Solo and Rebels one. And blah, blah, blah. The, the actual chronological order the of actual it. actual chronological, but I thought I'd, I'd watch them in order of when they were made. Ah, inter- yeah, that's interesting. It just up a bit, just to really <laughs> confuse me. So I've watched um, New Hope, Empire, and partway through... Jedi at the moment. Um, started watching The Flash again. Uh, I, 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 gave, I gave up after the first series because I, I watched Arrow 
like because like I got into like series three and then I just saw it got a bit crazy. Like it, it kind of annoyed me that like you know in the whole beginning there's that whole thing in the the opener was like my name is Oliver Queen and for the last several years I've been stuck on this island and but then he's not on the island anymore so he hasn't been stuck on this island what is going on and it all just sort of spirals out of control so I was kind of not allowed to diss Arrow unless it's like after season (laughs) five it's not okay I I, I admit that Stephen Amell is like the the man like physically like no one else can bounce you know that thing he does where he does the push-ups like on the thing keeps going like that honestly like like, I don't think I could get past the first one, <laughs> let alone to like the fifth, sixth, or however he gets. I wouldn't be able to reach the bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's very yummy. He's very yummy. Yeah, watch the flash. I started. Uh, I watched Mrs. Doubtfire again. Oh yeah, that's it. That is my. That's my cheer up go to movie. Anyone who knows me <laughs> knows. After a while, if I start watching Doubtfire, I start acting like Doubtfire. So partway through, I was reciting the lines as Robin Williams, as Mrs. Doubtfire. So that was annoying to everyone who was watching it around me. For every- and that's what I do. That's what I do every day when I watch films, Tom. That's just yeah. like don't, don't sit next to me if it's a film I've already seen because I will be quoting it as it's going on. I'm yeah. one of them people. There's that. There's those memes where it's like um like when 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 your mate quotes the film while it's happening and there's just like an angry look so I'm the mate that's annoying everybody because I'm the one who asks questions like every two seconds I'm like but how did he do that how did he do this and then when they explain how they did that I was talking over it so I'll never know (laughs) (laughs) especially the scene in the dining uh, like the restaurant towards the end Uh, (laughs) uh, I just do it I do yeah. Ah, we're joined by Jack. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I just, I just shout, "Hello, hey, hey, dear!" and just start running. I've seen like it, it's like the one that was on BBC when they did that conference, and the little kids started running in. We've we've just had <sighs> that on the episode. We've just had someone pop in. Mm. That's mad. Uh, uh, but, but with, with Disney Plus as well, another thing is I've I, I watched and finished. Uh, please, nobody judge me, please, at all. We, this is a judgment-free zone. I've watched High School Musical, the musical, the series. I've because I yeah, was I didn't I, like I, it. I watched I, I, the first I, like ten minutes and I was like, no. It is cringy, <laughs> but you, you, I, for me, like I, I loved the original three films because obviously that, that's my guilty yeah. pleasure I go to. So when you watch the series, obviously it's them recreating, you know, the, a show of it essentially in the East High School. Yeah, and it's it's told in like a documentary format. It's basically like if The Office US and High School Musical met and made a show. It's kind of like that. And so, I think that's so, why I, I didn't like the documentary style. I think if they just filmed it as like a drama. A, a, I'm getting stuck. Um, then it would have been, but when they're talking to the camera and they're like, "Oh my god," man, man, and I'm like, "Please stop." So bad. Oh, the Zoom, the meeting has been upgraded. Upgraded by, by the, host. the host. Unlimited. Unlimited minutes. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're genius, man. I don't have to about editing this together. There we go. But yeah, don't, don't worry, Harry. We won't judge you for watching that. I've just watched the whole of the four series of Hannah Montana. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's a classic. You say it's four series. I always it's thought so it ran longer than four series. Yeah, I thought that. Forever. The series are quite long. Like one, two, and three have 20 odd episodes in them, which is mad. That, that, that's, no, that's normal for like an American comedy series. Though, yeah, but compared to most stuff we watch nowadays, you, 
you're looking yeah. at you know eight ten twelve so and i was kind of like this is episode 22 really because <laughs> <laughs> in real life unless it's more riverdale then there's like 25 episodes which i don't yeah. like because i love Riverdale. it's like my favorite show ever <laughs> oh god <laughs> i love it it's so good uh, oh dear now i think it has come to the main part of the episode the moment nobody has been waiting for um Shrek. Yes. Shrek. Let's do it. Um, so we thought it'd be a fun idea to do a bit of a script read. It's not something we've done before. Um, Danny's preparing Danny's the not, room. Danny don't want to do it. I'm prepared. <laughs> uh, so instead of doing the entire script. Denise, have you turned the light off? And I'm like, no. No. <laughs> You can hear him. I'm like, that's shut door. Bloody hell. Right, I'm ready now. <laughs> that's oh, fantastic. My cheeks are hurt because I laughed so well. Well, we've, we've, got to include, we've got to include that in the script now because that was quite Shrek like. Denise, have you turned the lights on? But yeah, so instead of doing the full script read, uh, which was, well, we thought it would take over 40 minutes, but that doesn't really matter anymore, apparently. <laughs> no, um, so. I don't think there's enough do of us to read the whole script, as in oh, the first no. scene, there's man one, two, and three. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we can multi roll, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, we're all trained people. <laughs> I'm not sure anyone wants me doing one roll, never mind multi. <laughs> well, you did very well as interviewer number two in thinking back. Yeah, we were talking about cheesecake and you turned the sound off so you couldn't hear us talking about cheesecake. <laughs> well, well, I don't know I if that said, counts I, as acting. <laughs> well, you, you, you look very enthused about cheesecake. I would love to hear your opinion on cheesecake. I'm a very Lemon <laughs> cheesecake. <laughs> Lemon cheesecake is the Cookie cake. dough cheesecake. Cookie dough cheesecake. I, I tried a cookie dough cheesecake and it was delicious. Lemon. Lotus Biscoff cheesecake. Oh, that sounds lovely. That's oh. the one. That makes you throw up after two mouthfuls. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks too hard, doesn't it? It's not that hard. Is it actually not? No. I just realised when I was talking about cheesecake, I did a slight Donald Trump. It's the best perfect cheesecake. It's the greatest cheesecake you've ever seen in your life. It's the best cheesecake you'll ever know. I'm from China. <laughs> <laughs> He's got this squint going on, on it. It's like, do you look just like him? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't done my hair yet. <laughs> I'm get blonde first, then I'll be Donald. No, I'd rather not. I'd rather not. We're going to do, do a table read of Shrek. Phenomenal. <laughs> I can't even you do mean? it. <laughs> it's, it honestly looks like he's trying to do the sign language to his own speech. It's really <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna build a great wall. It's gonna be a good wall. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be brilliant. <laughs> China. Right. China. <laughs> pull it pull it back. Pull it back. Right. Pull it back. Uh, we're uh, not a political show. This isn't political. So <laughs> or, I don't think there's much political about Donald Trump though, is there really? No. no. <laughs> um, it's a popularity oh, contest. Shrek now. That'd be great. <laughs> right. Donald so Trump, Donald Trump should be Pinocchio. <laughs> I'm a real boy. I'm a real boy. <laughs> great boy. It's a good. I'm good. Great. I'm a real boy. Okay. Right. So 
so so I'm thinking what an, an idea what we can how we can start. So you know the opening monologue that Shrek has where you know it's obviously once upon a time and all that. I've got an idea of like so obviously there's four of us. What for each sentence, um we take it in turns with each different sentence. So you can do an impression of Shrek, you can do it in your own voice. You obviously we're working with a talented act, actress, Danny. So if you want to put on a, a certain accent, you can do I can't you know, do what, Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> you just did it earlier. Denise, have you turned the light off? <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a love <laughs> That's as far as it goes, isn't it? I'll just you can do Irish, can you? He's Scottish, so I'll just pretend I'm him, so it's fine. I didn't realise Shrek had a Shrek. You can, you can do Irish though, can't you, Danny? I've, I've heard no. you do Irish, I think. No, yeah. that's like one of the hardest accents to do. No. Irish you can do Irish, can't you? No. No. Uh, no, Irish is no. not that hard. It's all that difficult. No. Not that, hard. not that hard, not that difficult. I can't do it. It's just, I need <laughs> to learn it. I ain't actually tried to learn it properly yet. Do any, okay. So um so yeah, like I say, so let's do the opening monologue bit, but we'll do a sentence each and we can do it obviously however we want to or you know, um put on an accent. All right, bear with voice. me, I've got a dog underneath me and I don't he's a bit stuck. <laughs> 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 I don't recall reading that in the script. Hang on. Pulls out a dog from underneath him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. He was stuck under my chair. He's Aww. there now. So. <laughs> hey, Theo. Aww. Aww. Don't know what we're going on there. <laughs> right. So I think it's time to get the clapper board out now. Again. Oh, yeah. the end. <laughs> right. Uh. Take one. Right. So, so who's go- who? Uh, what order should we do it in? Should we do it as um, who would like to go first? Me never. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to go first, Becca? Because obviously you don't want to do it, and if you get it done first, then the sooner you know it's I done, really, the better. I really, really don't care. I'll go whenever. <laughs> how? Who? How? Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we, we Words. Just, we just... <laughs> Let me start that sentence again. <laughs> how much is everybody reading? Literally one sentence. Or... Yeah. So, so when a sentence ends, we move on to next person. We could do it that way, just for the opening monologue, and then. Can we start got... with the very top of the script where it just says Shrek? That's my <laughs> If you want to, if you want to just put, if you if you want, to, if you want to do that, Becca, Shrek. just put Shrek. Who's second? <laughs> uh, who, who wants to go? Who wants to go? I don't mind. I'm not There was a lovely princess, but she had an enchantment upon her of a fearful sort, which could only be broken by love's first kiss. That's actually really good, Harry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> who was? Oh, are you ready for my manly? <laughs> she was locked away in a castle guarded by a terrible fire-breathing dragon. <laughs> and I'm just going to read mine in my posh Yorkshire. Many brave knights had attempted to free her from this dreadful prison, but none prevailed. She waited in the dragon's keep in the highest room of the tallest tower. I've gone doubtfire. <laughs> her true love's first kiss. <laughs> <laughs> like that's ever gonna happen. What? Oh yeah. What a load of. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on. And then it goes. I love this film. Wait. Come on, internet, don't film me now. Oh come on. I've got my volume turned up for this. Freestyle. <laughs> Oh, come on. We'll get there. We'll get there. I'll play on me, please. Spotify, you know. Just search it. 
Worst disco party ever. <laughs> Zoom disco party ever. Zoom disco party. The, the new application. Anyway, so, so what scene would people like to do next? Uh, what 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 I should we do? We should do uh, if we can go we, to page two. Can we have the donkey two. introduction? That's, I want that's to do one. a donkey. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll read the description. Can, so, I, can I be head? Can I be head guard? Because he had quite a posh accent, and I don't mind doing yeah, that. I want to be Pinocchio. That's fine. So there is a line of fairy tale creatures. The head of the the head of the guard, or I should just say head guard. It would have been easier. Uh, <laughs> at a table, paying people for bringing the fairy tale creatures to him. There are cages all around. Some of the people in line are Peter Pan, who's carrying Tinkerbell in a cage. Geppetto, who's carrying Pinocchio, and a farmer who's carrying the three little pigs. We need a guard. Who's going to be guard? Well, go I, on, I Becky. Becky, you can be guard. Go on, we're oh, Yorkshire, God. go on. <laughs> All right, this one's full. Take it away. Move it along. Come on, get up. Next. Do I have to say the bits in the brackets or can I just pretend I'm taking, taking the witch's room? Yeah, yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> Give me that. Your flying days are over. That's 20 pieces of silver for the witch. Next. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Get up, come on. 20 pieces. Should I, should I do a little bear. bear as well? Hang on. Do I have a bear? I, I wish I had a little bear. Damn. Oh, I don't have a bear. I've got a big bear. Oh, hang on. Oh. Everyone with their teddies to hand. Oh. Oh. There we go. Oh. So, crying right. little bear. Okay, so it's. <laughs> Uh, Gone donkey, take it away. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Are you actually, oh, is it me? Right. Yeah. Please don't turn me in. I'll never be stopping again. I can't change. Please give me another chance. <laughs> oh, Are shut you... up. That sounded a bit more like little um... oh, gingerbread man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing like ever. I can't do it. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be on the one. Oh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I've been the old woman. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Just, that, are, are you doing Ness from Gavin and Stacey? Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh! That's twenty pieces of silver. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I've, lo I've lost where we are and who's what. Sorry, so. Uh, oh. so head guard. Next, what have you got? So it's Geppetto. So I could do Geppetto if you want. Yeah. Um, These little wooden puppets. I'm not a puppet, I'm a real boy! <laughs> <laughs> Five shillings for the possessed toy. So Take it away. Mother, please, don't let them do this to me. Help me! <laughs> Next, what have you got? Well, I have a talking donkey. I, I, she, she's right. got an old woman to like some Midland character. She's got a donkey. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so this is it from my line then, yeah. Yeah. So, um, right. Well, that's good for ten shillings if you can prove it. Oh, go ahead, little fella. She, she's gone Texan now. <laughs> well. Oh, oh, he—he's he, just a little nervous. 
is really quite a chatterbox. Talk, you bonehead dog. That's it. I've heard <laughs> enough. Guards. <laughs> no, no. He talks. He does. I can talk. I love to talk. I'm the talkiest damn thing you ever saw. Get her out of my sight. <laughs> no, no. I swear. Oh, he can talk. The guards grab the old woman and struggles with them. One of her legs flies out and kicks Tinkerbell out of Peter Pan's hands and her cage drops on Donkey's head. He gets sprinkled with fairy dust and he's able to fly. Hey, I can fly! He can fly! <laughs> he can fly! <laughs> he can talk! I can't do it, it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> just do it in your <laughs> voice, it's fine. Do it in your voice, you can do it just do it in your voice if you need to. That it's sounded like Pee Wee Herman. Um, I want to learn that. I'm curious. <laughs> try it. Try it. That's right, fool. Now I'm flying, talking donkey. You might have seen a house fly, maybe even a super fly, but I bet you ain't seen a donkey fly. I'm not doing the ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like wear off. Ha ha. Can't do it. Uh oh. Oh oh. <laughs> Sink to the ground. He hits the ground. Sees him. He's it getting away. Him. Get him this way. <laughs> Turn. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey keeps running and he eventually runs into Shrek. Literally, Shrek turns around to see who bumped into him. Donkey looks scared for a moment, then he spots the guards coming up the path. He quickly hides behind Shrek. I'll do Shrek. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> is, is this from uh, Head Guards where I say yeah. you there? Yeah. You there, Ogre. Aye. By the order of Lord Farquaad, I am authorised to place you both under arrest and transport you to a designated resettlement. Facility? Oh, really? You and what army? That was the introduction of Donkey. Uh, uh, what, what, should we do, should we do uh, introduction? I was going to say introduction. We could do Farquaad scene or Fiona scene. Fiona scene. Uh, okay. Fiona is I'll introduced. do Fiona. I can do that. Oh, oh, <laughs> Aren't we doing the one where there's the mirror, so he sees Fiona? The Muffin Man! I think we should do that scene. The Muffin Man! The Muffin Man! Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> right. Yeah, let's, let, let's do, we'll do Muffin Man scene, and then we'll do a Fiona scene afterwards. So, right, um, so it's page 13. 13, got that, yeah. So, oh, don't keep beginning. No, 12. But do you know 12, it's, it's 12 if you start just before that, where he oh. says you're a monster and, and that bit. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get from there. I, um, I don't mind being Farquaad, unless someone else has a desired ability to be Farquaad. I honestly don't mind. Oh, hang on, which I might have a different script to you. My numbers are different. What what line are we? I think, uh, so it's uh, Farquad. That's enough. He's ready to talk. He picks up Ginger Brown's legs. You know, run, run, little. Oh yeah, I've got it. That's yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing it. We're on a different page. It's, it's now. twelve on mine. It's twelve on mine. <laughs> right script. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, twelve on mine. Yeah. Right. Uh, so uh, the gingerbread man is pulled out of the milk and slammed down onto a cookie sheet. Farquaad laughs as he walks over to the table. <laughs> when he the table, we see that it goes up to his eyes. He clears <laughs> his throat, and the table is lowered. <laughs> run, 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 as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. You're a monster! I'm not the monster here. You are. <laughs> you and the rest of that fairy tale trash poisoning my perfect world. Now tell me, where are the others? Eat me! <laughs> I've tried to be fair to you creatures. Now my pace has reached its end. Tell me, or I'll... No, no, not the gumdrop button! 
That's fantastic. That's, that's Oscar worthy. Have you got Oscar the Oscar? Worthy. Have you still got that Oscar? It's in the office. It's in the office. Oh, damn. <laughs> All right, then. Who's hiding them? Okay, I'll tell you. Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. <laughs> Yes, I know the Muffin Man, who lives on Drury Lane. Well, she's married to the Muffin Man. The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man! She's married to the Muffin Man. My lord, we uh, found it. What are you waiting for? Bring it in. Oh! <laughs> mirror. Don't tell him anything! Orcord picks him up and dumps him into a bin with a lid. No! <laughs> Evening. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Is this not the most perfect kingdom of them all? Well, Who's mirror. mirror? <laughs> that's that's a big bit that Mirror's got to say. I don't think like anyone's going to warn up. I'll, so. <laughs> I'll do Mirror if you want. I can talk for England. I can talk for England. Well, technically, you're not a king. Uh, Thelonious... <laughs> You were saying? What, what I mean is, you're not a king yet, but you can become one. All you have to do is marry a princess. Go on. Uh, it says chuckles nervously. I'm not doing a nervous chuckle because it sounds like I'm trying to get something off my throat. Um, <laughs> it, this is where he acts like a game show host, isn't it? Um, That's right. So just Correct. sit back and relax, my lord, because it's time for you to meet today's eligible bachelorettes. And here they are, bachelorette one, in a mentally abused shut-in from a kingdom far, far away. She likes sushi and hot tubbing anytime. Her hobbies include cooking and cleaning for her two evil sisters. Please welcome Cinderella. <laughs> bachelorette number two is a cape-wearing girl from the land of fancy. Although she lives with seven other men, she's not easy. Just kiss her de uh, dead frozen lips and find what gives a live wire she is. Come on, give it up for Snow White. When you read the script, you don't actually realise these are the words. As a kid, you never cared. It might as well have just said she's a slag, but... Uh. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, Bachelorette number three is a fiery redhead from a dragon-guarded castle surrounded by boiling hot lava. But don't let that cool you off. She's a loaded pistol who likes pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. Yours for the rescuing, Princess Fiona! <laughs> Will it be Bachelorette number one, Bachelorette number two, or Bachelorette number three? So all three of us could be like, three, 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 Okay, okay. Uh, number three. Lord Farquaad, you've chosen Princess Fiona. If you like pina coladas, <laughs> get caught in the rain. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll leave it there for now, I think, with that yeah. the scene. So, should we do introduction of Fiona? Should we do where she is? Yeah, where does she come in? Oh, sugar, uh, what have done? Sugar, what have you done? I don't Oh, it's, uh, it's page 27. Page 27. I'm nearly there. 27. Yep. 
Okay, so um, are you being Fiona then, Danny? Because you said you can do Fiona. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've never done it before, but <laughs> when we're doing this character as a voice, is it the page with Fiona's first line? Yeah, so so she's like woken up. It's when she's woken up. It's like I say, my numbers are different. I've got a different. Mine's twenty nine. So okay, weird. <laughs> so Shrek groans as he gets up off the floor. His back is into Fiona. Uh, so she straightens her dress and lays down on the bed. She then quickly reaches over and lays, uh, gets the bouquet of flowers off the side table. She then lays back down and appears to be asleep. Shrek turns and goes over to her. He looks down at Fiona for a moment and she puckers her lips. Shrek takes her by the shoulders and shakes her away. I don't know how to say that. I don't, it's, it's, it's from, from, it, from, from the film, it was kind of like, Whoa, kind of like that. It's kind <laughs> of like, <laughs> Wake up! What? Are you Princess Fiona? I am. Waiting a knight as bold as to rescue me. Oh, that's nice. Let's go. But wait, Sir Knight. This be if our first meeting. Should I not be a one? Should it not be a wonderful romantic moment? Yes. <laughs> sorry, lady. There's no time. Hey, wait. What are you doing? You should sweep me off my feet out yonder window and down a rope onto your valiant steed. You've had a lot of time to plan this, haven't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like Rick walks on her door and pulls her out and down the hallway. <laughs> we, but we have to save her this moment. We could recite an epic poem for me. A ballad, a sonnet, a limerick or, or something. <laughs> I don't think so. Can I at least know the name of my champion? Shrek. Sir Shrek, I pray that you take this favour as a token of my gratitude. Thanks. Suddenly they hear the dragon roar. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't slay the dragon? It's on my to-do list now, come on! (laughs) But this isn't right! You were meant to charge in, sword, sword, sword. Sword. Take the might of my sword, sir. My sword. Sword drawn, banner flying. That's all. Well, that's what all the other knights did. Yeah, right. right before they burst into flames. That's not the point. Oh, wait. Where are you going? The exits. Uh, I can't speak today. The exits over there. <laughs> <laughs> I have to save my ass. What kind of a knight are you? One of a kind. I, felt, I, I, don't, I don't remember him winking in that, but as I said it, I just went, one of a kind. <laughs> <laughs> Open the door into the throat. That were really good though, Dan. I did like your yeah. your, your, your Fiona was re- really good actually. I, I genuinely thought I was hearing Cameron Diaz. I've actually that, forgot what exactly she sounds like, but I know she's American, so I just did a Disney oh, American good. act. <laughs> I can't it wait so wait, well. You have to go. They have to screech. <laughs> oh right, what scene are we doing next? I, I don't know. Is there a a samba? Samba moment later on, or something, or is is there another funny bit? Or what? What, what about the one where um after she's beaten up all the merry men and like um you know Shrek's hurt, he's got an arrow in his butt, you know that bit. Oh, that bit's quite fair. Do you want to take it from the? Do you want to do the merry men bit or just after? 
<laughs> I don't know if we should do the Merry Then bit. There's a whole musical number around that one. I know, but we don't have to sing it as the Merry We could just say the lines and be the boring, we are Merry Then. Can I can I be Robin Hood? Because he puts on a French accent, and I, I sort of love that Robin Hood is randomly French. Yeah, right, well, no. even though he grew up in Loxley, please please welcome Monsieur Hood. So if they made him American though as well. Kevin Costner did that. So, yeah. I, so there's there's other crazy things that's happened. Uh, should I start from Should we start from um, when Robin Hood swings and saves her? So. Suddenly, from out of nowhere, a man swings down. So this is Hang page, on, what page uh, forty. Yeah, forty. Okay. Oh, sorry. So, uh, Tom, like I say, it's, it starts with uh, she smiles and oh, continues walking. Yeah, you got it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Suddenly, out of nowhere, a man swings down and swoops Fiona into a tree. La liberté! Hey, princess. What are you doing? Be still, Monchelli, for I am your savior, and I miss you for this green. Beast! Hey, that's my princess. Go find your own. Please, monster. <laughs> Can't you see I'm a little busy here? Look, pal, I don't know who you think you are. Oh, of course. How rude. <laughs> uh, please let me introduce myself. Oh, merry man! Suddenly, an accordion begins to play, and the merry do, 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 do. They begin to sing Robin's theme song. <laughs> da 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 Da, 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 da. Oh, I steal from the rich and give to the needy. He takes a wee percentage. But I'm not that greedy. I rescue pretty damsels. Man, I'm good. <laughs> what a guy. Monsieur Hood. Monsieur. Break it down. Do, do, do. I like a sacrifice. Oh, what's it? I like an unspite and a saucy little maid. What well, he's basically saying is he likes to get paid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, when an ogre in the bush grabs a lady by the touch, that's bad. That's, that's bad. bad. Mad. That's mad. What a beauty's what a beast. It makes me awfully mad. Mad is really, really mad. I'll take my blade and run it through your heart. Close your eyes on me, boys, because I'm about to start. There's the grunt that's going to down from the tree limb and knocks Robin Hood unconscious. Man, that was annoying. Oh, you little. Shoots an arrow at Fiona, but she ducks out of the way. The arrow flies towards Donkey, who jumps into Shrek's arms to get out of the way. The arrow proceeds to just bounce off a tree. Another fight sequence begins, and Fiona gives it her arty yell. Well, that's the bit when she does the splits in midair, isn't it? Yeah, the, the Matrix reference, yeah. yeah. And that proceeds to beat the crap out of the Merry Men. There is an interesting Matrix moment here when Fiona pauses in midair to flip, fix her hair. Mm-hmm. Finally, all of the Merry Men are down, and Fiona begins walking away. Uh, shall we? Hold the phone. Oh, whoa, 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 hold on. Now. Where did that come from? What? That back there. That was amazing. Where did you learn that? I've, I've, I've lost. I've lost track. I've gone to that. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you learn that, dear? <laughs> well, when we when one lives alone, uh, one has to learn new things. In case there's a <gasps> there's an arrow in your butt. <laughs> what? Oh, would you look at that? He, he goes to pull it out but flinches because it's tender. <laughs> oh no, this is all my fault. I'm so sorry. I'd be donkey in this for now. Or, or do you want to do it, Becca? Do you want to take it away? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what's wrong? Shrek's hurt. Shrek's hurt! Shrek's hurt! Oh no, Shrek's gonna die! 
Donkey, I'm okay. You can't do this to me, Shrek. I'm, I'm too young for you to die. You keep your legs elevated. Don't try to cough. Does anyone know the Heimlich? Donkey, calm down. If you want to help Shrek, run into the woods and find me a blue flower with red forms. Blue, blue flower, red forms. Okay, I'm, I'm on it. Blue flower, red forms. Don't, uh, don't die, Shrek. And if you see a long tunnel, stay away from the lights. Donkey! Okay. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, right. Uh, blue flowers, red horn. Blue flowers, red horn. What are the flowers for? For getting rid of donkey. Uh. Now you hold still, and I'll yank this thing out. Oh, hey, easy with the yanking. I'm sorry, but it has to come out. No, it's tender. Now yeah. hold on. <laughs> You sound like uh, Lewis Capaldi. I've decided if I'm doing Shrek from here on in, it's going to be Doubtfire because the accent will turn into her anyway. So, um, <laughs> what you're doing is the opposite of help. Don't move. Look, time out. Would you? Okay. What do you propose we do? Elsewhere, Donkey is still looking for the special flower. Blue flower, red thorns, blue flower, red thorns, blue flower, red thorns, blue flower, red thorns. This would be so much easier if I wasn't colorblind. Blue flower, red thorns, blue flower, red thorns. <laughs> oh! Hold on, Shrek, I'm coming! <laughs> oh, not good. Okay, okay, I can nearly see the head. It's just about... <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> <clears throat> Nothing happened, we, we were just, um... Look, if you wanted to be alone, all you had to do was ask, okay? Oh, come on, that's the last thing on my mind. The princess here was just... Ugh! Ow! Hey, what's that? That's... Is that blood? Fancy. Should we do one more scene, or... Or should we chat about something else? Have we saw. Sort of... Uh, had a go, had our time with Shrek. I'm just trying to think. Um, could have the conversation between Fiona and Donkey. Um, when he fi he finds out that she's an ogre, or we could have one bit further on. I don't know. Turns what everyone wants, really. Mm. Or the argument between Shrek and Donkey when it's dividing up the land, or something like that. Or when they go, to <laughs> or when they go to the church and it's like, do you want to hold this woman? Yes. Do you want to love her? Yes. Please her. Yes. Then you got to, got to try a little tenderness. <laughs> She's love that romantic crap. There's so many TikToks of that one. It's just, oh, it's unreal. I've realised when you're reading a script, it's probably best if you do read the directions because if you're not watching it, some of the noises I would make in a Shrek. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it probably didn't help when it says, Oh, I can almost see the head. <laughs> I can see I mean, the that head. could be many, many things. Yeah. I think we could we should we should do the um I think try a little tenderness. I think oh, that, that bit, yeah. Script. Yeah. Which page? Let's have, uh, let's I can't do I'm not good at it. <laughs> I need to practice that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, it is page sixty-one. So it starts with um, uh, as the priest talks, we see Donkey's shadow through. Oh no, hang on, that's a bit. Further. It's sixty, sixty exactly. 
So it's, um, you know, where some guards are, are milling around, suddenly the dragon lands with a boom, the guards all take off running. And then Donkey says to the dragon, um, should I be, who's going to be Donkey? Who's going to be Shrek in this particular scene? I honestly don't mind. Um, I don't mind. I, d I, d I don't mind either. I don't. By the way. No, go, go with our different accents that we have. <laughs> I'm so like, I need like, I just can't, I can't do them like on the spot. <laughs> like character impressions, I just can't do them. Like I have to learn it. <laughs> I can't do accents at all, so oh, you won't step up on me. I'll have a bash at donkey. I'll have a bash at donkey. I won't be able to do it as Eddie Murphy, but I'll have a, I'll have a go at donkey. <laughs> See what accent my mouth decides to don in with. For all I know, it could be broad Geordie. Oh. All right. Uh, All right. Do, yeah, do you want to go with Shrek? I honestly don't mind. We could do it either way. I'll have a go if you want. <laughs> All right, what Danny. What were wanting ever since they oh, heard about dear. the lights, they thought, right, I'm not good at impressions, but we'll wing it. <laughs> right. We'll wing it. So, we'll right. wing it. So, some guards are milling around. Suddenly, the dragon lands with a boom. The guards all take off running. Go ahead, have some fun. If we need you, I whistle. How about that? Shrek, wait, wait, wait a minute. You want to do this right, don't you? What are you talking about? There's a line you got to wait for. The preacher's going to say, speak now or forever hold your peace. That's when you say, I object. I don't have time for this. Hey, hey, wait, <laughs> what are you doing? Listen to me. Look, you love this woman, don't you? I can't even say yes to the Scottish accent. <laughs> yes, yes. It's like that, yes. yes. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I instead. Uh, <laughs> look, you love this woman, don't you? I. <laughs> you hold her. I. Please, uh. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you gotta try a little tenderness. The chicks love that romantic crap. All right, cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, it's just so funny. When does when does this guy say the line? We we gotta check it out. Inside church, as the priest talks, we see monkeys shat monkey, donkey's shadow. <laughs> monkey. <laughs> what? Hey, Suddenly PG says monkey. We see Donkey's shadow through one of the windows. Shrek tosses him up so he can see. And so, by the power vested in me, outside. What do you see? <laughs> I now pronounce you husband and wife. They're at the altar. King and queen. Mother Fletcher, he's already said it. Oh, for the love of Pete. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> oh, I'm when I'm editing this, I'm definitely keeping that and using that as my ringtone. Oh, yeah. for, <laughs> my for the love of Pete! <laughs> for the love of Pete! <laughs> I love it uh, so. Oh, oh God, where are your objects? I object. <laughs> I object. <laughs> I, I could be Shrek right? if you want. If you want to be Fiona. <laughs> Danny's one woman show. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back and forth. So object, Fiona. Yeah. I object. Shrek? <laughs> the whole congregation gasps as they see Shrek. <gasps> oh, oh, now what does he want? 
<laughs> that was so good, Harry. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Hi, everyone. Having a good time, are you? I love what? Duloc. Duloc. First of all, very clean. What are you doing here? Really? It's rude enough being alive when no one wants you, but showing up uninvited to a wedding? <laughs> I, I, th- I, th- I, think, I think that's supposed to be Farquaad's line, because, like, Shrek was his kind of... Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry. Right. Well, hang on. All right. Take. Try that. <laughs> reshoot that. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll reshoot that in editing. Back to the beginning. Once upon a time, there was a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because that means I have to be a guard again, and I don't want to take part in this anymore. <laughs> uh, oh, don't do that. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. So I'll go from. So um, we'll go from. Oh, now what does he want then? Oh, now what does he want? Hi everyone, having a good time, are you? I love Dullock, first of all. Very clean. What are you doing here? Really, it's rude enough of you being alive, but when no one wants you, but showing up uninvited to a wedding. Fiona, I need to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now you want to talk? It's a little late for that, so if you'll excuse me. You can't marry him. (laughs) This is so funny. And why not? Because, because he's just marrying you so he can be king. <laughs> Outrageous. Fiona, don't listen to him. He's not your true, I can't even speak. He's not your <laughs> true love. And what do you know about true love? Well, I, uh, I mean. <laughs> oh, this is precious. The ogre has fallen in love with the princess. Oh, God. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> An ogre and a princess. <laughs> <laughs> He's done it. Uh, an ogre and a princess. Oh, you said it. <laughs> yeah, I've said, I've said it. I've said. Is this true? Who cares? It's preposterous. Fiona, my love, we're about one kiss away from our happily ever after. Now kiss me. By night, one day, one way by day another i wanted to show you before well uh that explains a lot (laughs) (laughs) i I feel like that that, that, i feel like hearing that's not what you want to hear on a first date if you're on a first date with a girl she says by night one way by day another i wanted to show you before and he's like well this is unexpected (laughs) this explains a lot Oh, uh, we'll, 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 should we leave us in there then for the script read, I oh think? Oh, God. That oh. was hard work, that voice. Oh, no, Danny needs a nap now. <laughs> I can't even do, like, either of them impressions, so I did all right. You did a great job there, Danny, I think. Thanks. That's why we pay you to be the actress and the model, because you're good at this. Like, me, me oh, and Becca no, are bad, better behind the camera. I can't do impressions of other characters in films, but I can do like accents, which is really weird and really weird. Yeah, you'd think they both would go, wouldn't you? But they no, don't. No, because if you're if you're, choo- if you're choosing to make up a character, it's easier than trying to copy something that already exists because yeah. there's a bit more pressure yeah. to get it right. Yeah. Yeah. 
it used to make me laugh when I was working in Cineworld, for example, like like Tom will know this, we, you know, we're washing behind the counter, you know, washing up all the pots and pans and everything. And people would come in and I just and they just go, um, oh, where do we put, you know, where do I put this? Just I'd be like, just put it over there. And like, I do it in like various actors. I did like Yorkshire. I'm just like, oh, what's going on <laughs> there then? And, and, and they just go. And, and like one of our colleagues, Emily, she used to say to me, like, you'd suit a Yorkshire accent. You'd suit a Yorkshire accent. I went. I probably would have. I probably would if I did a proper one. A good accent. I'm telling good you. <laughs> going to pub. I'm going. I'm going down it's really road. Hard for... British accents to learn, you know. Is it? A lot of I, actors I, struggle learning Yorkshire accent if they're not. I Yorkshire. love the Yorkshire accent. It's great. It's Yorkshire accent. But Yorkshire's so broad. Like if you have someone from Bradford and then you have someone from Leeds, they sound like two completely different people. It's <laughs> the only. It's the only accent where, like in London, it kind of it's, it's pretty similar down there, unless it's Cockney. It's pretty uh, much the yeah. same. Uh, Yorkshire, yeah. literally, you can go from Halifax, Huddersfield, and Leeds, and everyone sounds like from different countries. Completely different. Huddersfield. Uddersfield, Udder. Because did you see Udder. that um, jo- Jodie Whittaker was on a, she was on an interview, I think it was in America. Was and she said Udder. Yeah, she, she said Uddersfield. And they took it as Uddersfield. Uddersfield? Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's Huddersfield. You just don't Yeah, but if you're, from, if you're from Uddersfield, you don't say Huddersfield. Nobody say, says that. Udder, you say Uddersfield, because that's how you pronounce it. If you're from it. Bradford, you say Bradford. No one says Bradford. Bradford. It's Bradford. I mean, I lived, I lived, I lived there for three. I lived there for three years. Yeah, I still call it Bradford. I keep calling yeah, it. Yeah, but that's because you're a southerner. So. <laughs> do, you know what, do, do you know what made me laugh in that in in the interview I had with the kind woman in the Bradford College? There was a little line that she put. Like I talked about how, even though I was from Worksop, so I was from a bit far south. You know, with my accent and everything, that kind of stood out amongst everyone because obviously I was the posh one. And she, she actually wrote something like, despite being a southern outcast, I managed to fit in. And I was kind of like, I kind of want to remove that line, to be honest, because no, I wasn't really that, an outcast. That's but, written by someone who's from Bradford who don't like people from down south. That was perfect. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> oh, my God. Well, anyway. so, it's me, I've brushed it, I promise. Now <laughs> we've done the screen read, I've pulled up a little thing for my computer. Oh, um, no. You've probably heard this already, Harry, and I said we were going to talk about it at the start of the episode, but filmmaker Harry Downing's movies could be coming to a cinema near you after the Bradford College's graduate script and film won four awards at a US film festival. So how did you feel when thinking back won four awards at the LA <laughs> Film Fest. Well, technically it won two because the other two awards were for a, a separate script I'd written, which uh, Becca and Danny have both read. Um, and uh, so, but when I found out it won, I was, you know, it only won, I think it was like silver award for low budget film and then red platinum award for best short film. But I, I was over the moon. I mean, because usually when I apply to these festivals, I get lots of rejections. I get, you didn't make it, you didn't make it, you didn't make it, or you're possibly in competition, but you didn't quite make it. But to hear the, just the letters, you won, I, I just couldn't believe it. Like, I read the email and I was like, my God, oh my God, what does this mean? What does this mean? Like, <laughs> and, and, and I'm just scrolling through the email and I'm having a look and, and it just said in there, you know, you've won the Silver Award. And I just thought, wow, like this one little film that we made as a final year project for college is has been in this film festival in America and has gone and won something, you know, and the certificates and everything. It's just it's great, you know. It, it felt phenomenal to 
have that win, to be honest. Especially, like, I remember Danny does, like, a load of appreciation posts lately on Facebook. I remember she put about, um, she was saying, like, he's gone and won at this film festival, and that's just great because that's what you deserve. You know, you you didn't give up, you carried on. And I just thought, yeah, it's true. Because, like, a lot, because I know um, there was, there's a, I'd say a mutual friend, but he's not really much of a friend anymore. But he actually told me, he said, you can't just keep hanging on this one film. Like, you've got to make <laughs> new stuff, you know. But I kept submitting this film for now. And I kept saying, you know, like, it's, it's all I've got at the minute. And But for it to have gone and won something, even after various, you know, rejections and submissions, it, yeah, it's, it shows all the work that we put into it and everything. And I love that if it's won, it must mean that everyone identifies with these characters as well. Like, a few people from Cineworld have seen the film. And one woman said to me, she says, um, like, I think it was Lynn. You know Lynn, don't you, Tom? Yeah. yeah. She she said, oh, I loved your film because it really talks about life and about how short it is and we should be cherishing it and stuff, you know, because obviously Amelia's character, you know, she obviously she dies young, but and he, and they decide to, he decides to make the most of it. And that's when Steve's character, Edward, goes and meets Danny's Holly, you know, go on that that drink, that date, and, you know, it changes from there and, and things like that. So, yeah. Did you know, Harry, it's the anniversary of the film premiere today, isn't it? Because it come up is on it? my Facebook memories, yeah. yeah. Um, oh my God, is it? Is yeah. it actually? I did um, not know that. So it was um, 13th of June 2018 when it got shown. At the oh yeah, it was. Oh my God. What perfect timing. Oh yeah, my God. I'm going to get that photo. This will work. I was going to say, yeah, let's get the first one. Yeah, that's not going to work because it's a bit too dark. Well, you, you, kind of... if you send it across, I can put it oh, on. Oh, yeah. That's the best you're going to get. That's the best you're going to get. Yeah, I'll, 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 send it, I'll, I'll, I'll send it through to you, um, Tom. But Danny, yeah. What was it like working with Harry as a director? Was he one of those directors? Yeah, guys. Do you like... want me to do my, I'm going to pretend that I'm a horrible person and joke and say, oh, my God, it was terrible, and then go on to say how fantastic it was? read about where he's got so many, like, strenuous demands like you only have like brown him and oh my god you should have seen him if someone was talking on set he was walking around going shut up to everyone no no he was fantastic i think my own my only it's not even a criticism was that the sorry jar but it paid for us all to get drunk at the premiere so every time he apologized for something that he shouldn't apologize for he had to put a pound into this like imaginary pot um to stop him from apologizing for everything and then he bought us all drinks so it worked out well <laughs> i'm going to introduce that into the office now harry that's been made. Damn. Cause yeah, because at least five times every episode where you say sorry, uh, yeah. I think that would probably pay for a month's rent for the office. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but basically, yeah, like it made me laugh. I think I kept saying sorry for a lot of things. I'm like, really sorry, really sorry. And Beck says, You don't have to be sorry, there's nothing to be sorry for. And she went, Okay, okay, every time you say sorry now, it's a you have to put a pound in the jar. And I said, but All It's right, not like you were saying sorry, you were saying like someone would say, Oh, do you mind if I film that again? I don't feel like I did a good job. And you go, Oh, sorry, of course you can. And it's like, Why are you apologizing for that? That doesn't make any sense. If they want to film it again, let them. You don't need to apologize because they want to do it again. You know, well, well, it was, well, it was good- bizarre. Well, the good news was the, the sorry the, the sorry fund paid for everyone's first round of drinks. So, like that's yeah. that's how that's how much I raised. If people, <laughs> like, like in the sorry fund. 
Yeah, well, that was like, there was, so there was only two things that were kind of paid for the whole thing, weren't there? Because I bought... We paid, we paid for a few, a few props, didn't we? Yeah, you paid for the props, but in terms of like, you know, like transport and costs, I paid for Steve to have a Taco Bell after he did his <laughs> crying scene because I felt so sorry for him. And yeah. then you paid for drinks, that was it. So oh, yeah, I, that I, was... I, I I paid for Sophia's travel because she asked. Oh, she, said yeah. to me, she said to me, like, obviously, um, because you'll be traveling between Bradford and where she lives, um, you know, obviously, uh, she can't do the work for free. And I said, no, it's absolutely fine. I because I remember when we we were discussing the script and getting it made. I remember saying, like, I don't care how much it costs. Like, if if Danny, Steve, and Sophia all turned around and said we want, you know, like fifty quid each for for a day, fifty quid each a day, I'd be like, yeah, because because I, I wanted you guys to work with, and I, w- I would have paid it. Yeah, there you go, Danny. You could have got money out of it. Yeah, when I demanded 20 quid a day, you told me to do one. All right, I see how it is. So the actors are important, <laughs> but the producer. I think that's what I don't get paid for. S- sending funds now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you, you, the film, thinking back, it also went to the Blue the New Film Festival as well, Harry. Um, it did, yeah. What were you feeling when that got entered in for the in for the draw what were the emotions running through you at the time because i remember so when we did the podcast we were advertising on the episodes and we were putting posts out on the page just saying go and check it out go and give it your support how did you feel at the time when that was what that was up for the running um i, I it, it was quite an ecstatic feeling because i just thought I'm, I'm in i'm potentially in a festival like i'm in competition with these other films and not gonna lie i remember i, I sent it to becca i said like we're in we're in we're in and she's like oh and and the, the funniest thing was she said to me she went through all the all the other uh nominees and she and she went they're all shit well I I never said it but I did have a look and it was like looking at them I was thinking right if I was like a mutual party looking through all of these which ones would I click on that jump out to me and just by our poster there was maybe one or two others where I thought oh yeah that looks okay but the rest of them they looked a lot more what you'd expect from a college film whereas I'd looked a bit more what you'd expect after college it was just that that slight notch and I'm not saying that obviously because we made Mm -hmm. it but genuinely looking through I was like yeah I think we've got a little edge something here that some of the other films don't have because if I can remember correctly I think we came fourth overall because we had about I think it was like north of 300 likes and uh, likes and love emojis which is basically a vote but the winner got through with like a thousand or something like that and the next winner after that got like 500 and you know obviously it was gonna be a difficult category and i didn't mind and i didn't mind not winning because it's the taking part that counts but for yeah there was a but there's a moment where you get like a load of comments underneath of everyone that we know and love saying you know our great film good luck best luck you know our i love this because some people have either watched it for the first time or have already seen it and just going yeah because like i remember because we both shared it me and becca and sophia did as well and danielle our cinematographer and steve did as well and then danny you you were having a break from social media at the time and then you you came back into it like a week or two before nominations were done before the votes was done yeah, and then when probably. you posted it out there then that really helped boost it because you obviously have a lot yeah, of connections yeah. so well that's the thing isn't it? it it was a shame that we didn't win but I think the main thing was it if you look at the YouTube views that it had before the competition competition and after although mm. we didn't get lots of as many you know likes as other people did in total it got more awareness because more people watched it because of the competition so it was still a win with that's the extra it. people that learned about it even if we didn't win the competition Exactly. I'm, I'm actually going to look up now how many views it's, it's up to now, considering where we're at. 1,000, 1.1K. I've just had a look. Yeah, 1,110. And, and it was two years. It's literally telling me now two years ago. Oh, that's, 
so surreal. Like, on, I, I can't, it, it feels feel like, like so. Do you know what? My hair was this colour. Then I must have <laughs> re-dyed it just, just to feel the memory and feel like I'm still there. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I, 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 I wish I could see the body I have now and give it to me then because I was so chunky. I look back at the photo and just like... Oh, I was so oh, tiny so then. I, I remember thinking I was massive in that dress and like Danny's all like, you know, little and, <laughs> and I was stood next I'm to her not. and now I'm like, oh, I won't even fit in that dress anymore. So, <laughs> oh. so what's it is now, Harry? I know you're currently working on uh, another script at the moment you've been mm-hmm. writing. What, what's in the works for you moving on from now? Obviously lockdown has put a bit of a hinder on on things, but what's what's next for Harry Denner? Well, well, like you've said, I'm, I'm currently writing a feature script, a feature length script, which is set around some true experiences, some things that you know I've seen in film and TV. Normal people being a, a massive influence, as well as the film Like Crazy with Felicity Jones and Anton Yelchin. God rest him. Um, Hello. It, yeah, yeah, I know. I know, uh, but but basically the the film is set. It's about around a bunch of lads that go to on a holiday in Zante, and while they're over there, one of them meets a girl who's from from Ireland, and she's there with her mates on a girls' holiday. And the two of them meet, and they fall in love. It's holiday romance, but they decide to try and keep it going when they go back home. So when they're home, they try and visit each other. But the the reality of it all is trying to keep that relationship while they, they obviously live far apart, and they've got lives and so forth so it's that's kind of the general theme of the story but i but also out, out of lockdown so obviously my script stay indoors which also won awards at the los angeles film festival i want to get that made because it doesn't take a lot all you need is w- one apartment or one house and majority of the filming's done in there and i remember danny said in that appreciation post she said i, I can really see myself in that role but just because i'm an actress <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> Hint, hint, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it, how much would I have to charge you this time, Dad? Well, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and Becca, how much would I need for you to be script supervised? Because I know you said you didn't want to be a producer, but you'd be on, on set. You'd I don't mind co-producing, but I swear, if I have to, like... I'm, I'm not saying this isn't you, Danny. This isn't anyone who works on Thinking Back, actually. This is other other people and other actresses. I'm sick of planning things and people going, I'm sorry, I can't turn up today. And that is why I'm not being a producer because I can't. I just, <laughs> so I'll mm. co-produce, I'll help out. But yeah, no, I like travel. I, I'm okay with travel money. I'll do the rest of it for fun. Don't okay. worry. <laughs> I'm not going to charge you thousands. <laughs> okay, are you two going to be working with Harry again? In, oh, yeah, I did nothing. Have you just thought of that? Right, that's okay. it, it. done with. Now, I think the question is, where, are we going to be working with him or is he going to be working with us? Does he get the privilege of working with us? <laughs> yeah, I've sent my request letter in the post and I'm waiting for approval. <laughs> His people are going to get in touch with your people and you can... Yeah, my people. Yeah. But honestly, if, if, he, if either of them came to me and just said, I want to work with you again like or what's your next project like I'd, I'd drop everything and work with these two again because they were fantastic on oh, thinking back and and obviously seen Becca's just work previously just saying and... that because we're here <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean it <laughs> <laughs> <Inside> <laughs> it's always so busy 
but, but no, I, I would love to work with you both again. I mean, I remember Danny actually, she messaged me, I think it was like a good couple of weeks ago. And she said, you know, she does these videos on Facebook and social media where she does like these, um, she does like scenes that she's either written herself or, you know, like, you know, to test her acting talent and, sh and show it to the world. And she said to me, she says, could you write me just like a monologue scene? Just write me a monologue scene because I love your writing. <laughs> I just want to do like a monologue scene. And I was like, what, what, what's the plot? And she's like, oh, I don't, I don't mind about the plot, just about anything, about anything. <laughs> and, and, and I said, uh, yeah, it, it, so, so I, wrote, I wrote one that I'd been sort of testing with for a long time. It was kind of um, sort of about love in the modern world, about how difficult it is. And I just sort of wrote about, you know, how in the old days it used to be so easy to step up to, you know, a woman that you liked or a guy you liked in, in a club or wherever. And you just ask him and then next thing you know, you go for a dance and then it escalates from there. But nowadays it's so difficult because obviously we've got, you know, various you know uh, dating apps and how difficult it is and obviously we're more aware of our like like mental health and so forth so i think there's a lot of people that really struggle with like say anxiety that wouldn't go up to somebody or can't i, I know I'm, I'm sort of speaking from personal experience because i always have trouble like you know if, if there was a if there was a lovely girl in a club i wouldn't go up to her because i'd just be afraid that she's just going to say piss off you know like I'm, I'm overthinking it kind of thing so i kind of wrote from if it was like my point of view and about it's almost a like a half rant half monologue about don't care about what is going on right now just care about what you want to do kind of thing and then and, so then good. Also, <laughs> and then i also wrote a like a two-person monologue like argument between like two lawyers discussing a case because i just thought i had it in my mind i was like you know what i'll just give that to danny as well and it's yeah and, i uh, love that I, I need to film them i really really do mm. i've just been like so lazy recently with doing <gasps> stuff like losing my mojo i'm trying not to but it's so hard because obviously we've been in lockdown for like 12 weeks and it's just like finding the motivation now after yeah. trying to be motivated for 12 weeks you're just yeah. losing first three weeks everyone was like yeah i can I do can this and then like, yeah. like, oh, yeah, exactly. now i just want to sleep all the time because i've got no energy standards yeah. <laughs> it, it, absolutely tiring doing nothing isn't it it's, it feels worse and when you go yeah. out and do stuff like when we've gone to like long walks and stuff or whenever i've done than what I do when I'm sat at home doing nothing. It's really it's weird. It's not just the physical as well, or even having a conversation with more than no offence, I love talking to Kieran, but more than just <laughs> talking to him, it gets your brain going a bit more and you feel a bit more like, oh, I can get up and do something. But And the dog as well, sorry, it's just meant to, I had that, I, you know, interact <laughs> with the dog. But yeah, it does that thing of even if you're not physically doing something, just chatting to more people, because we do talk to so many people in a normal day-to-day -day, you know getting on the bus in in work all yeah. of that and then you're stuck at being at home and not talking to anyone it's it's tiring not socializing as well I, I mean I kind of feel bad because um before the lockdown like you know I would message you guys occasionally just you know how you guys are both doing or if I was if we were planning like, me coming to visit you or you guys coming to visit me but then but since lock but, but then since lockdown's come into effect i feel like i message you guys more because we've been because we can connect a bit more like through yeah. zoom skype messenger and i and i just kind of think because I, I, I do miss you guys all the time and i and i felt bad before when i couldn't message you and that we can't i can't see you guys as often 
So when we've been in lockdown, I could see you more through stuff like this. So if anything, it's made us connect more as well as not connect more, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but but definitely when this is all over and everything, I'm either coming to visit you guys or you guys are going to come down and visit me. Like, we, we got, we got to we do need something. to make a film because, like, it's driving yes. me mad that it's been so long since I've worked yeah. on anything. Yeah. I've done loads of personal projects, but with anyone else, I've done nothing in, like, say, about two years now. So, yeah. Really need to get on. on I that. have no <laughs> when it comes to film, but I'm more than happy just to stand in a corner and just go. That's <laughs> Someone yeah, has to do that. Someone has to. Yeah. It's a good job. I love. There it. is I, a I used... role. There's a role used... for everyone. It's such a small thing, but someone needs to do yeah. it. So. <laughs> I I always loved being the clapper boy. I was because I, I remember Callum, our mutual friend, he used to say to say to us, "Clapper boy," and I just come <laughs> and, <I'd> <laughs> and then walk away. It, it was brilliant. <laughs> and or uh, when we were working on set, I remember I just like. <laughs> when I was direct, oh, was it gone? So, I think oh, I used to go to Callum Clapper, oh, there you go, get in there. Like, good job. Oh. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a role for everyone, even if it's something. I think that was one of the things when we filmed that as well. Is you know, on big productions, you have hundreds of people and whatever, and everyone has a little mm. role. And when we did thinking back, it was like one day you'd be doing sound, and one day you'd be doing this, and then the next day you'd be doing, you know, Clapper Boy, because everyone had to pitch in with everything, because there was about, I don't know, seven of us or something like that. But so it was yeah. seven of us on set, because like, yeah, because if there was a scene with like, you know, you got Steve, Sophia, then you got me, you, and then if, da- if Danny was in as well, and then we had Callum. Danielle so th- yeah. there'd be about seven or six of us on set so yeah which is quite was... a small amount you know oh, and even we had when we did the um dancey scenes in the club there was another bloke there and I can't remember his name and I feel Connor, really bad but he was, was yeah he was yeah so he he was there on a day as well so I think there's eight of us that day so um, yeah that, that were a fun scene because I remember we just we couldn't get I tried to get a club because I'd done some filming for him and I said could I use this as a filming location in the future and he's like yeah absolutely just send us a call or an email or something. and I did all that and he never responded back so I was a bit annoyed so we had to do it in our college's um uh, we studio we had a studio at the time so we just sort of blacked out the walls and you know um with like cloth and we just turned on the lights to all colorful how it would look in a club and i, and I just said right okay is everybody here all right dance let's just get some music out <laughs> we were dancing like to peaky blinders theme tune at one point and it was really weird because we we're all going like that but that wasn't what the music was at all so that was fun yeah. we had a bit of spice girls on as well and i remember yeah. i was behind the camera and i remember i think i could see you guys gesturing come on harry and i just sort of ran in even though i was like it doesn't make sense for me to be in there I just ran in and joined, which wasn't in the final cut. Like, but, I, but, but I feel like if you if you're one of those people that like watches a film so often looking for mistakes, if you actually keep looking, like when when in that scene where you sort of pan round and you see all the dance people, you know you can see Callum and you can, you can see you, Becca, but I think you can sort of see Danny as well. And obviously, <laughs> and, and so and so like, I, I, it's funny people have not asked me like why you know you know why are they in that scene again if that makes but sense i when think i think that out. makes sense because obviously she lives nearby so it's chances are she's probably going to be in a club because he's mm. there with another girl he's not going to notice her yeah. and it's like even when i'm in it i'm interviewing him in another scene but i suppose it's that thing of well if i lived in the same place i could be partying in the same club it doesn't you know it doesn't mean it doesn't matter no no yeah but no, I, I, th- I think I've watched it a few times and th- there's often times that I wish I could have done it. Like there was a couple of scenes where I wish I would have changed. Like if, if I could, obviously, I think at the time the weather was a bit rubbish. So we couldn't, I wanted to do this. So when uh, Sophia's character is like walking through the park and, you know, she's realising, you know, that, that she's dying and everything and she's on the swing. While that was a fantastically beautiful scene to shoot and I did love doing that. 
originally in the script it was supposed to be she was on a beach yeah. and i wanted to get us to go to a beach but obviously it would cost quite a bit and everyone's availability and uh, the weather wasn't yeah we did look good. into it we looked at like what were the closest beaches and then if it just because it was close was it a nice beach to film on could you get there by public transport or would we need to drive we did look and it was that thing of because it was a college project and we had a deadline it yeah. got to that point of okay we probably could save a bit of money and do it but actually we've got like two months and mm. you know there's not much time so it just ended up getting getting cut but if anything, like 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 the the way I sort of visualize it now, if anything, she could like she could have been on the bus because she just, could have just had her results, and she's walking through a park because maybe that's her way to get back home, and she's just on the swing. I remember our tutor Alan, he he said to me that scene where it was a shot where she's 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 on the swing, and there's like the there's part of the swing that's like this, you know, like the A bit. And she's sort of in the middle. He said that that was the best shot out of it. Always says, "Did you colour it or anything?" I went, "No, that's how we shot it." He's like, "It's beautiful." He loved it. I forgot about Alan. Yeah, he was a good tutor. Alan. He was always. I mean, I really liked him, but he was quite often late to class, and we'd all be sat in the class like Alan, because <laughs> he just wasn't there. So he was yes. great. Though. I'd forgotten about him. I, I, I like Alan. Yeah, I miss Alan. It's probably um, my favourite tutor. But um, I, but I miss, but I also loved when we did the scene where, you know, it's during the montage and it snowed. That was just a pure coincidence because it wasn't. It was supposed to be a picnic scene, but then it just snowed. And I remember we were all talking about, oh, what will we do? We can't go out. And I went, no, 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 let's use it. It shows the passage of time, and it will, and it looked stunning. And that was my one of my favorite bits to shoot. Was like, that that was quite an early on scene that they shot? That, that was the that, first. That was the first one. It was the first. I shot. missed the first scene and the last scene because the last mm. one was the broken foot ankle scene. That was that day. Yeah, it was. It was. It was all within. Um, so yeah. our, my, my so I have a friend in makeup, Rowan, who had an apartment in Bradford at the time, and it, and, I, and I've been. I think I visited. And I said to her, I said, could could I could I use could I use your apartment for filming? Like you know, obviously I'll. If, if, if you have any favours or anything you need me to help with, I'll do anything. Can I just use the apartment? And she said, yeah, that's absolutely fine. She was out during the day, so we could go in. She gave us the key and everything and gave us permission. And obviously, we, we didn't touch anything and we didn't nick anything and all that. And, yeah, and we did all the scenes. But no, we're not like that in any way. Like no. PG tips and some... <laughs> oh, no, it's your Don't tea all the way. <laughs> your tea all the way. Anyway, no, um, no obviously, we didn't... Um, and, so we, yeah we filmed all the final scenes i think it was just me danielle steve and sophia doing the last scenes and sophia did all the makeup for when she's all cancer stricken in bed and things like that and the, the lighting of it was all working and we even added a scene as well because i remember that that scene was added where she's in bed writing the letter because sophia said to me could, could we have a scene where she's writing the letter and i said i didn't think of that but yeah no and i said but is she cancer stricken she went yeah yeah i went well we can't really afford a hospital bed she says does that have to be a hospital bed could be in her own bed i'll do yeah. the makeup and i'll and i'll sit in and i'll write the letter and i'll cough and things like that i went yeah yeah let's let's, let's film yeah. it anyway it would have been anything, too it would have been too stereotypical i think if she was a hospital bed because quite a lot of people would just be at home and be ill so it was quite nice that she was wrapped up in her own bed mm. writing the letter because she was probably thinking about him and all the times they spent in that in that room together so yeah it worked I mean, I mean, there was another scene with Danny where um, it's Steve and Danny leaves the club and he sort of puts his jacket around her. You know, it's a dead of night, you know, it's cold. Puts a jacket to show, oh, you know, like, don't be cold and things like that. And I wish we'd filmed that properly because I know we did it during the day because obviously Danny's availability at the time was she couldn't do night shoots, which we tried to accommodate. But, <laughs> change, but changing the colouring of the scene, it didn't quite work. I know Danielle tried, but um, we couldn't make, it, make that bit work. So that bit was cut out because... 
but I really wanted that in because I kind of wanted to show like the two of them were sort of connecting. But if anything, that beautiful end scene where they're in the club together, just everyone's up and about dancing and they just sort of sat on the sofa, you know, in the thing. But that, but that was a funny scene to film because I remember <laughs> Steve, Steve, cause Steve was into photography at the time and Danny had just started modelling. And he says, like, oh, and, and, and so I was like, just, so like, just have a conversation, just have any conversation about anything because, you know, the audio won't be put in the film. And Danny was like, oh, I, I work as a model. And Steve's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I work as a photographer. So um, yeah. do you have any of shoots doing, you know? It was so awkward. It, it, it was, was funny. So you, can hear, you can hear us all laughing in the background. It was quite funny. <laughs> it was probably my second favourite scene to film after the one where they're arguing in the flat and neither of them the sound was used and I think that's what made it funny because what was being said was utterly ridiculous and hilarious mm. but then when you see it it looks like they're having a really nice conversation or just having an argument but it, what was being said was just stupid it yeah. was stupid <laughs> it was just random rubbish yeah oh, dear, it was, it was... I mean, what was your favorite? Like, I was gonna say, what's your favorite? What was your favorite bit on set, Danny? Because I know that you, there was only like like three scenes that you were in. You were sort of in the beginning, the middle, and the end. But was there a particular favorite one that you had? On my favorite, shoot? what my favorite scene that we filmed? Yeah. Um, I love the canteen scene, like the cafe mm. bit at the beginning, um, because it kind of just like sets the sort of kind of set. It opens it up quite nicely, like it sets the mood. Yeah, um, yeah. But not even that. I just felt when I watch it back, I really like my acting in that scene. Like it mm. is quite natural and stuff. And I hate watching myself. <laughs> I'm one of these actors that cringe. Like I literally sometimes I just go like that. I'll be doing it through Flower Boy when that's out. I'll literally not even watch it because I just I can't. Yeah. Can't do it. I'm really I can't see as a bull- she she plays a bully in this film, uh, Tom. That's oh. an audience's and and like Danny's such a lovely and wonderful personality. I can't see her as a bully. So I, so when I'm watching, it, I'm just horrible. gonna be like, Danny, what are you doing? Horrible in it, and it's so cringy because some of the stuff I had to do in that film was like I had to do method acting to get into that mindset because I couldn't I couldn't act it. I couldn't mm. do it because it was just so hard. So I had to train myself in a way to make myself into a bullet and enjoy doing it and it's ridiculous mm. like I just can't but I did it and I managed it but when I watched <laughs> it back and be like that is so believable and it's making me cringe so I'm just gonna be like oh no I'm such a cow I'm just gonna hide <laughs> <at> the table <laughs> she's saying all that but actually it was just how she really is she's pretending it was oh all an God. act but <laughs> <laughs> deep down <laughs> <laughs> no anyway go, going back to that canteen scene that no I agree with you about that probably being the better one because it gave a bit of an idea of who Holly was as a character because you see her and she's kind of dressed smart and she's getting a, a drink to go so she's clearly a, a busy woman you know and I think that was good that you got a bit of her background story because obviously it's not about her but then when you see them at yeah. the end and they're in the club if you just had those sort of scenes it wouldn't you wouldn't, it wouldn't get it, it would, you won't you won't find out yeah. anything about her yeah so it was it was it was a nice scene as well as when he see, where Steve sees her for the first time, like you know, before they go to the club, and she's all dressed in that beautiful dress, and he's like, "Hey, you you okay? Yeah, you look wow." <laughs> we, the, 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 we we had a running joke on set, Tom, where um, so so in the line was, "You look you look lovely," because because it mirrored when he meets Amelia for the first time, say you look lovely. But Steve said, "Can I can I just change that line because I don't really particularly like it and it copies." And I went, "Yeah, yeah, go for it." And he just and he just said, "You look." Wow, and he did it like Owen Wilson, and it, and it became a recurring thing that every time we were with Steve on set from then on, we just go, um, just go, wow, wow. He still wow. he still says it like all all the time. I get random Snapchats, and he'll be talking about someone. He'll turn around, and he'll just do that, and I'm like, oh my god, Steve, <laughs> all the time, all the time. 
that uh-huh. you know however many years on he still but yeah I think it was that it was good that he noticed that because I think he'd said lovely a couple of times and lovely's like not everyone says quite I don't know a posh word a posh Cheers. word but he's, yeah. you know I, I I don't say lovely because I sound like an idiot when I say it so I think it was the same for him it was like yeah he needed another word to describe her and she looked wow so that that <laughs> yeah exactly exactly I, I, I love what you were saying Danny about earlier you were saying obviously like you, you don't normally watch your scenes like you do cringe but in that particular scene you know that it, it's nice to hear that you could sort of watch it and think it was more natural because that's kind of what we were going for in direction is that yeah. I wanted I wanted these characters to act natural like human beings because you know you can tell on films when they look so fake so I want I wanted that re- that real interaction between characters. You know, I, I want so like if the character said if characters if any of you had said like can we like can we change this line can we add this bit or can I try this I'm I'm always open to that because I want it to feel more real. I want it to yeah. I want people to watch it and think that these are characters they can relate to. Yeah, no, it definitely was nice to watch because there's a lot like don't get me wrong like a lot of the work I've done has been really good but I just don't. I've always been like my, my own worst critic and when I watch myself I can't I'll be in a really bad mood if it's rubbish and I'm like I've done this to myself do you know what I mean like if I'm not yeah. happy with the work I've done it'll show in my mood and I'm like because I'm such a perfectionist everything needs to be perfect like I've been spending lockdown learning my scripts and nailing the characters so when I come out I'm ready you know when we mm. come out of lockdown I'm ready to start filming I'm ready to start rehearsing or whatever but like it can just it throws you off a little bit when you don't have that time normally when you're working like 40 hours a week and stuff and you're like oh my god I need to do the script and you know it's it is quite hard um but yeah when I watched that scene I just felt it was it was just nice but Holly's a really nice character and I always get cast as a bad guy like or (laughs) someone that's not as nice like or there's something I don't know like bad about them but with her she was completely innocent and it's just nice to kind of play something that's more like, di- like it's a bit different to what you're usually used to doing. So that yeah. I love being an answer. I love it. <laughs> Holly's yeah. quite similar to you, isn't she? So it was almost like it, you fit into the role because you were almost playing yeah. yourself, you know, just a nice yeah. all-rounded character, well, you know. Well, that, well, that's how, how I wrote it as well because I remember in the original script, there was no, Holly wasn't originally in the script, but, but um, I was given advice saying maybe, like, is there something that could get Steve's character to, you know, actually you know you know get out of this rut that he's in that he could you know he feels so enclosed like is there some like like a another female protagonist to help him and I sort of I sort of wrote it and and, and sort of thought you know Danny's always such a positive person like so I sort of based it around so I based, <laughs> so I based it around Danny and then I thought would she be free to do it and then I just messaged Danny and just said look I've, I've got this I've got this role that um I've, that's sort of very much like yourself and it, you know, there's not there's, there's not a lot of scenes, but it it has a big impact in the overall film. And I'd like you to be involved if you are free. And she just said, "Yeah, no, I'd, I'd love to do it. I'd love to do it." And then when we did the read through, which is also on YouTube, you can you, know, you can just see like all of us connecting, you know, and how it all works, doesn't it? Like, works. Cause yeah, because like, what I love in that script read as well is if you look very carefully, you can see Becca in the top corner of oh, uh, the windowsill <laughs> on the windowsill of my apartment at the time. Just there in background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just going through it and making sure there weren't any like duplications and all of that lot and just sat in my little little corner. corner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, <curled> up. <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah. on, on, honestly, if I could do it all over again, I would. I'd probably make it longer. I'd 
have a bigger budget and yeah well, we, we did talk about that. doing a prequel and a sequel i mean because i'd kind of said would you not want to make redo it as a feature film obviously you get a lot of shorts where they're made and then they get the money and whatever from that and make the full film but then you'd kind of said you'd rather do a short film sequel mm. prequel so well, we'll, we'll see well, have, like i've got this idea it's like similar to 13 reasons why series two where um clay keeps seeing hannah everywhere i've got this idea of what if you know like um you know Stephen. Steve and Danny's character are sort of, they're in a very serious relationship at this point. It's all going well. They're moving in together. But Steve sort of reached the same point he did with Amelia before he broke up with her. So it's kind of like, he doesn't want to, but he keeps seeing Amelia everywhere, like everywhere he passes. So so I've had this idea of what if, like, he's trying to make this relationship work with Holly, but then he just keeps seeing Amelia everywhere that kind of, like, mentally he's kind of like, oh God, what do I do? Like, you know, and he's sort of arguing with Amelia and stuff like that and see where it works from there. I was going to call it thinking forward because it's not about looking to the past, it's looking about looking ahead into the future. That's the idea I had. I definitely think we we could always do it because most of us are going to be able to do it for even next to nothing money, you know, travel and free. We're not going to need loads of props and because it's in the future, we won't need the same locations because chances are they've moved into another apartment so you won't need the old ones and, and it would be quite an easy thing. Well, say exactly. easy. Filming's not easy, but on the t- scale of, of doing stuff, it would be a, a lot easier. Well, like, I wanted to write some other things in, in the middle, so I wanted to test my writing and see how I can improve, like, like I did with Stay Indoors and like I'm doing my current yeah. script and other scripts I've obviously sent you both and all of you at the time. So I'm hope so maybe there might be a, a gap where, like, all, all of us from thinking back just say, like, maybe it's five years later after the film and we go, you know what, we need to do a film. Like, I know that Danny and I have discussed about, we all we all need to do a film again. Just just get together. <laughs> and I remember jokingly said, well, I had this idea of, uh, <laughs> of I wanted to do a film where in involved uh, Danny, Steve and Sophia as like bank robbers and it's going to be called Thinking <laughs> Bank going to be called Thinking <laughs> Bank, bank. To go out. <laughs> and uh, but as like a parody, like literally but... none of them I could see them as a bank robber unless you're going to put a balaclava over them because they all look so innocent so like they'd be the worst robbers <laughs> well, that's, well that's the idea that's the idea that's, they, they... But no, um, that, that that was a joke idea. But but we but no, honestly, if if we're all available and there was a good enough premise, you know, if the script was written and I thought it was all right, and everyone else said we like it, then yeah, I would definitely do a sequel. And if anything, it should be set years after anyway, because I'd like to see what is the after effect of it all. Because in the film, he's supposed to have been with Amelia for years. So at this point, let's set it several years later. What's changed in those years in terms of all of us as filmmakers, as artists, and see where we can go from there. Yeah, you'll have to make them look older because none of them have aged at all. No. So if you were saying this in five years, they all still look 12, no offence. But... <laughs> That's a compliment, if anything. <laughs> we, what brand? I want to know. Uh... Anyway, sorry, Tom, I feel like we've gone on to <laughs> Just ran in. Like I said, this is probably going to overtake the record for the longest episode. I think we last episode we did was an hour and a half. This is now quarter to three. Um, oh, I'm sure you well, can cut loads of it out. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Just cut all the bits with me out. It's fine. No. <laughs> yeah. All, all, all the errors out. Yeah. But no, I think I think it's gone well enough to me. Just like I don't care about it. Just pop it all up. Um, but I think <laughs> the only way to end this episode now is after we say thanks to Becky and Danny for coming on. Uh, is sing a song. <laughs> no, uh, no one wants that. No, one. Uh, no. I don't know. 
<laughs> ending it with if it plays. <laughs> just fits so yeah this has been another episode of Good Film Hunting we've had Harry we've had Danny we've had Becca uh, tune in next time hopefully this will be over and be in the office if not we'll probably be doing another Zoom call um, so thanks bye 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 everybody <laughs>